0: i'm excited to see what, what what kind of facial hair he's bringing into this next preseason game because i'm hoping it's back
1: oh hopefully it's more than i got
0: oh yeah for, well it's not hard to beat <laughs> <laughs> and he already has that and he was clean shaven <laughs> welcome back to the bench podcast i'm preston wilson this is calum McAlexander. and we're about uh we're a few days out of the second preseason game after uh about five days past the uh first preseason game here against the 49ers and a lot of stuff happened, you know, this week since that game, and uh, we're here to talk about it.
1: Yeah, let's talk about it.
0: What were your biggest takeaways from the game?
1: I'd have to say our uh, special teams did very well. Our offensive line looked like the Great Wall of China. Um, they definitely protected our man out there. Um, other than that, some some areas we could work in. I'm excited to see who's going to make the cut and uh, make the team.
0: Yeah, we'll go over that today. We're going to go over our 53-man roster predictions and as well as what we hope to see up uh, here in a few days against the Cardinals. So to kick things off, we're going to start with um, what the, the, some moves the Chiefs have made this, this past week. So they cut wide receiver Antonio Callaway, where um, they waived him because of an injury. Uh, they also released uh, Chad Williams, Evan Bayless, and Manny Patterson, uh, another wide receiver, tight end, and defensive back, respectively. And they also put Elijah McGuire on injured reserve. So we're seeing moves already, you know, getting ready to meet that next cut line. Um, two wide receivers out of that deep wide receiver room. Um, one one running back's gone. Um, I like McGuire, but I think I think if it wasn't for the injury, I think he w- wouldn't. I think he would have lasted a little bit longer um, on the team. But we can see the making moves already. So I'm interested to see what the next wave of cuts look like after this, um, and see which uh which group they try to target they, they want to take a deep look at next because looking at who we have we still have quite a bit of wide receivers we have one two three four five six seven eight nine oh, like almost 10 if not more um you know including jody fortson who's tight end wide receiver um we also have a pretty deep cornerback room and we have a lot of defensive linemen um who they're gonna have to figure out you know who's gonna stay and who's gonna go how many safeties do you think we're gonna keep i think we're gonna keep four i think we're gonna keep Sorensen, Thornhill, Matthew, and Devin Key.
1: I do like Amari Watts a little bit better than Key for the simple fact he kept the plays in front of him. Um, Amari Key – or Devin Key, excuse me. Uh, he did slip up a little bit there um, when they had the 70-yard touchdown, basically. Uh, but Amari Watts, he did have the interception. It was thrown right to him. Uh, thankfully, he caught the ball, mm-hmm. uh, which they should. But Devin Key, I, I want to see what he could do next. After He, he did better mm-hmm. after he got beat. But I, I want to see what more he has in the preseason.
0: The biggest thing for me between Devin Key and Armani, Ar- Armani Watts is who is going to be the best on special teams because those guys are going to be, you know, they're going to be on punt coverage, they're going to be on kickoff coverages. That speed, that, be- that play, that what they do on those plays is really going to decide who's going to make the final roster between those two.
1: Sometimes it comes down to special teams on who's going to make it or not. Yeah,
0: just talking about this game. I have a few uh, stat lines highlighted. We have the stats from the game out in front of us here. So I really liked um, what I saw from Judy Fortson, that number number uh, four tight end on a roster behind Kelsey and uh, behind Kelsey Bell and Gray. Um, showed really good hands, you know, going from wide receiver to tight end like that, you know, over the off season and adding on a few pounds. I think he could be that good backup tight end that we need to catch balls who does more than just block because after Kelsey, we've had a hard time feeling that those roster spots to finding good. Backup tight ends. Yeah.
1: I agree with that. Uh, surprisingly, uh, running backs were all solid. Jarek McKinnon. I was kind of big on a couple of plays he had. Uh, he broke free uh, as a speedster. And I think he can have some potential with us in the backfield.
0: Yeah. He, uh, he showed some really good flashes in that game. And Pat, I know he's been talking, you know, big things about him. He uh, he had three carries for 19 yards, o- over six yards a carry, um, which is pretty good. You know, you don't expect to see that type of that type of consistency, you know, through an entire game or even throughout an entire season. But just having that big play ability is huge, especially in our offense, that's full of big playmakers, and that'll definitely help him. You know, beat out guys like Darwin Thompson and Derek Gore um, I agree to get that last that. spot. Um, I also like Tim Ward. Um, on the defensive line, he played a bulk of the snaps. He's one of those, you know, three, four, the third, four, fourth string guys, but I think he had a great case to make in the roster. He had five tackles, four of them solo with two sacks, two, uh, two quarterback hits and two tackle for losses. He was all over the place that game. And I was really impressed with what I saw. Um, he is a
1: stud. We could use him.
0: Yeah. And a lot of his, a lot of his, you know, his, some of his tackles, they weren't even, you know, on the defensive line. You know, I saw him chase down a few guys, you know, that they got past him, and just that, that, um uh, that awareness to be able to be more, you know, relevant, you know, regardless of where the ball carrier is, he doesn't have to be behind the line of scrimmage for him to be there, you know, just showing that mobility to be able to make plays, you know, down the field for a defensive lineman is huge, and I think that'll really help his case making this fifty-three man roster.
1: Yeah, it definitely reminds me of a young big Jones. Um, hopefully, he steps in big if there's any absences to uh, Frank Clark. I understand that he is dealing with a hamstring injury again, and we still don't know what's going to happen with the black get 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 situation uh with the uzi
0: yeah um i'm seeing a lot of memes going around every time he gets carted off the field they're like ah he's just going to make sure his uzi's still in his locker you know (laughs) Uh, i I hope that he didn't bring any guns to training camp in these preseason games but you know you never know what's going to happen in this in this this crazy world Well,
1: well we do know travis kelsey brought a razor to the training camp facility
0: Yeah, I agree. Travis Kelsey brought too too much razor to the uh, to the training camp. He, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of memes going around about that picture, that terrible picture that the Chiefs posted on social media. The baby face. Oh, dude, he looks like a high school principal, man. He he went from your daughter calls me daddy too to I'll have your daughter home at nine. You know.
1: Definitely, definitely.
0: You know, not not a good. I mean, and he looks a good look for Travis, but you know.
1: He cleaned up well, Bill.
0: Yeah. He definitely needs – I I can't wait. I'm I'm excited to see what, what, what kind of facial hair he's bringing into this next preseason game because I'm hoping it's back.
1: Oh hopefully it's more than I got.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Well it's not hard to beat. <laughs> <laughs> I think he already has that and he was clean shaven. <laughs> Another guy I liked in this preseason game was Tommy Townsend.
1: Oh yeah. shocker, bra bro. Love bro. him.
0: Dude, that punt pinned in inside the one. Yeah. Couldn't have thrown it better than that. And then, you know, averaging over fifty yards a punt with a long of sixty six not very many guys in the league have that kind of leg.
1: Reminds me of a coke quick.
0: Yeah. I'm just waiting for his head and shoulders advertisement to come out because...
1: With Patrick Mahomes?
0: Yeah. You know, they've got Troy Paul Amali on defense, and they got Pat Mahomes on offense. Who they got representing special teams in these commercials, dude. That Get Tommy good. Townsend in a head and shoulders commercial. He even said himself, he's been using it since I don't know when. But with hair that good, you know, it's got to be the head and shoulders.
1: It has to be the head and shoulders. It's got to
0: be the hair cotton.
1: And it keeps him balanced when he punts.
0: Yeah, for sure. Now moving on to guys that I thought had a very underwhelming performance and uh against the 49ers, our two two of our offensive rookies, Cornell Powell and Noah Gray, wasn't too impressed with what I saw from them. Cornell Powell, he was on the field, you know, he didn't play the whole game, obviously, but you know, with those second and third string guys, he got snaps, but he was only targeted three times. I don't know if that was the um if that was because, you know. Backups being backups, or it was he just wasn't able to get open. Um, But I wasn't too impressed. He had two catches for 20 yards um, on three on three attempts. So I mean that's that's not very good in a preseason game where you're getting the bulk of your snaps. You know, when you're in his position, a rookie who's trying to make a name for himself, you got to be able to make the most of each of those attempts when you get out there. And he just he didn't show what I was hoping to see. Now he has the capability. I feel. To have huge games these next few these next few preseason games and really change my opinion about him, but I, w- I just wasn't very, you know, enthusiastic about the way he performed against forty nine ers. You do have
1: to factor in the amount of snaps he got with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he didn't have that many with Pat Mahomes. I think with us playing, you know, the first half that he might actually get in there with Mahomes and and break one yeah. loose. Uh, yeah. But I, I definitely see potential there. I hope he makes the cut.
0: Yeah. And another guy wasn't too happy um, about his performance. Um, in terms of offensive production, was Noah Gray uh, zero catches for zero yards on two targets, including one that bounced off of his shoulder pad for an interception. He's he's supposed to be this big slot guy who's supposed to be another lethal weapon for Pat to have, and he just didn't show that.
1: He did not show up at all. We, I definitely expect more out of him.
0: Yeah, he's gonna have to. I will say, blocking, pretty he pretty good, pretty good on that side. A lot better than Tim Tebow. Oh, a lot better than Tim Tebow for sure. He would he would beat out Tim Tebow every day of the week. Um, so, but as far as like offensive production wise goes, just just hope to see a little bit more out of them these next c- couple games. I agree with that anyways let 's get into a uh, roster predictions here. So if the season started tomorrow and we only had the 49ers game behind us, these are the people we think would make the 53 man roster. So starting with quarterbacks, we had Patrick Mahomes, Chad Henney, Anthony Gordon, and Shane Bouchelet.
1: Patrick Mahomes and Chad Henney definitely will make the cut.
0: Yeah. Last year, we only kept two quarterbacks on the roster. I think we're going to keep the same. I think Pat and Chad are going to be on there. Um, Really, I think the only question as to what's going to happen is which one of these quarterbacks are going to make the practice squad because one of them is going to make the practice squad. I think right now, based on the 49ers game, Anthony Gordon.
1: Gordon uh, did pass the ball uh, a lot better and uh, was very accurate. Uh, Shane, he was okay. Uh, he did get the winning touchdown, but uh, he was very inaccurate with his passing game. Yeah,
0: Anthony Gordon just had a much better pocket presence than Shane Busley did, and I just think that, especially like when the play broke down and he had to improvise, I think Gordon he he was much more poised and made a lot more completions, especially to guys like Jarek McKinnon. McKinnon was always he always seemed like he was open on those plays, and if you know one thing about Pat, Pat likes it when you are open when that stuff happens.
1: Oh yeah, he'll find the open man.
0: Oh yeah. So, yeah, not much controversy here. I, I've got...
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Not much controversy here. I've got Pat Mahomes, Chad Henney making the final roster, and then Anthony Gordon making the pe- practice squad. We might keep Shane Bouchelet, but honestly, it it, it doesn't really matter at this point unless something tr- catastrophic happens, which we hope not.
1: <laughs> Moving on to the running backs. Who do you think is going to make the cut?
0: So, Elijah McGuire out on ER. He's not on the team anymore. He's waived. So we, that leaves us with CEH, Daryl Williams, McKinnon, Darwin Thompson, and then Derek Gore. So for me, I think Clyde, Daryl, and Jarek are gonna make the roster. I could see I could see Andy Reid keeping Darwin Thompson, but like that's not out of the realm of possibility. Just because Derek or Jarek McKinnon, sorry, is really good in the passing game. But as a runner, we're not really sure how effective he's going to be yet. And Darwin Thompson, you who know, he had that hundred and some odd yard game against the Chargers last year, he he's proven himself to be serviceable when we need him.
1: Yeah, I'm big on McKinnon though. I think he could be a lot more explosive yeah. than Thompson and Derek Gore. He is no Frank Gore, so he's going to be out of there. Yeah, he's
0: he, he's Gonzo. So I could see a uh, right now with th- with this roster. I think Clyde, Daryl, and Jarek are making the are making the. Fifty-three man, and I see Darwin Thompson going to uh, going to the practice squad, but I see him being one of those guys that you know goes back and forth. You know, he's 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 waived, signed to the practice squad, and then gets signed to the active roster, and back and forth, and back and forth throughout the year, just from from the quality of players we have in the running back room. And now also we also have Michael Burton, who's he's a fullback. We signed him to replace Anthony Sherman. We had Anthony Sherman on the roster many many years, and. He even caught a few passes. Um, uh, That's uh,
1: Sherman, he was a stud. Yeah. I hope Burton uh, shines just like him.
0: Yeah, Burton actually caught a pass for seven yards. So we'd love to see that. So I could see, I definitely see him making the roster as a fullback.
1: Yeah, and then moving along to, to the wide receivers. We have two, four, six, 8, 10, 12, 11 of them as of right now. Uh, we actually did cut.
0: We cut Callaway and Calloway, we cut Chad Williams.
1: Chad Williams. So we go down to nine. Who do you think is going to make it out of those nine?
0: So I have um, Tyree Hill, McCole Hardman. They're locks. Duh. Duh. <laughs> um, Byron Pringle Demarcus Robinson. Oh, they've, yeah. Yeah, they've shown themselves to be serviceable. Studs. Studs. And um, for those fringe guys, I've got Cornell Powell and Marcus Kemp.
1: I agree with those picks. I think they can definitely make the cut.
0: Who the hell run at water?
1: Oh, it's a fourplex. It always does that. Okay, <laughs> never mind.
0: Okay, yeah. So I could see guys like Darius Fountain and Marcus French making the uh, making the practice squad, but you know I think we're only going to keep we only have the room to keep six uh, wide receivers. Um, but I think that you know Kemp and Powell are going to beat out guys like Dieter and Fountain because you know Powell we just, we spent a draft pick on it. It would be. It would be crazy to just put him on the practice squad for anyone else to sign.
1: And not give him a chance.
0: Yeah. And I think Marcus Kemp, he might be the third best wide receiver we
1: have. He's speedster, long, linky. He goes up and gets the ball. I do love yeah. Kemp.
0: He's he's yet to get his opportunity in the league and I think this year he's gonna shine and I think he's gonna make him I think he's gonna be uh, I think he's gonna be serviceable. I think he's gonna bold prediction, I think he's gonna have over five hundred yards and five touchdowns.
1: I bold predictions, you want to talk about those, I I I love McCall Hardman. He's a Georgia Bulldog. But bold prediction, I think Byron Pringle might have a better season than him. We can then only who? find out. Then
0: who? Camper Hardman?
1: Then Hardman.
0: Then Hardman? Yeah. Nah, you're tripping because yeah, Pringle's good. He's gonna be like a good fourth guy.
1: It's just a bold prediction here. Yeah,
0: but your bold <laughs> prediction's wrong. I'm sorry. I don't see I don't see Byron Pringle having more than you know than a than a third or fourth string type season. Yeah, Pat does a good job distributing the ball around. But Byron Pringle, he's not gonna he's not gonna get open as much as McCole Hardman is. I think McCole is gonna step up big. He's shown a lot of matru- maturity. He's really worked on developing his route running, and if he's able to incorporate that speed, that quickness that he has, I think you know he's gonna be a good a good a good backup to Tyreek Hill. When every Tyreek Hill, you know, he gets tired of running these streaks and has to sit out a player, too.
1: Well, now I think you're just being biased because you played, uh, you had a bowling tournament with Nicole Hardman. But, hey, I like the guy. I yeah. He's from Georgia, and uh, he's a Bulldog alumni.
0: Yeah, I did bowl with Nicole Hardman, and I will say, his spare game, a little iffy, but he's working on it just like he's working on his route running. He'll so, be there. He'll be there at the end of the year. So we
1: definitely got our locks for wide receivers. Moving along to the tight ends. The best tight end in the game, Travis Kelsey. Kenson Chief, first down. Love saying that every time he catches it, especially on third downs. He's definitely going to make it. Blake Bell and Noah Gray. Those are my three locks for the tight end.
0: This is our first disagreement, I think, of the whole, whole roster. So I have us keeping Kelsey, Gray, and Fortson. I think that Blake Bell, what he provides us is blocking.
1: Oh, yeah, he's got good blocking.
0: And I think Noah Gray is not that much below Blake Bell in terms of his blocking ability. And I think we'd be better off keeping Jody Fortson with that wide receiver ability than keeping Blake Bell, because if we need someone to block, just put Noah Gray in there.
1: That's true, but we don't normally run double tight end.
0: We, d- we don't normally, but we also we also might shift the playbook because we drafted a guy like Noah Gray.
1: So, so we'll, Noah Gray would be out there over Fortson then.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying like as, <laughs> as, a de- as depth... Keeping that third guy, I think Jody going would be better than keeping Bell. I, I think I think a better tight end group would, would be Travis Kelsey, Noah Gray, and Jody Ford. It could
1: broaden the playbook for sure.
0: Yeah. Moving on to uh, the offensive line. So The Great Wall of China. Um, so this is gonna be a, a little tough to talk about because you know everybody's divided into different groups, but I'm just gonna go who I have making the roster, not necessarily what specific spot in the line they're gonna make. So starting. I've got Orlando Brown at left tackle, Joe Tooney left guard, Creed Humphrey center, uh, Trey Smith at right guard, and Lucas Niang at right tackle. And then for backups, we have Mike Rimmers, Austin Blythe, Andrew Wiley, Nick Allegretti, and Larry, Dr. Larry DuVernay Tardif.
1: I agree with all of those. I do like them all. I also had Kyle Long in there.
0: Oh, yeah, I have uh, Kyle j- Long as just well. Just
1: for a backup.
0: He's injured, He's injured, but he could. he might be able to... When he's when he's able to come back, he'll be a starting caliber backup if Trey Smith and Lucas Niang are really showing their abilities to be starters in the in this league. Yeah. My biggest worry with Trey Smith is his in injuries. He had he dealt with that all throughout college. That's why he dropped that's why he dropped the sixth round. But the Chiefs thought they'd be able to keep him healthy. So if we are able to keep Trey Smith healthy, steal the draft. Easy.
1: Definitely. And yes, sir Durant, I don't think he's gonna make it for the simple fact that he's probably gonna be a trader just like Durant in the NBA.
0: Okay. Yes, sir. Can't argue with that. But
1: <laughs> is it yes, sir or yes, sir?
0: It's Yassir Durant.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, I say yes, sir. I do
0: have Yassir Durant <laughs> and Brian Wittsman, um, being our two uh, backups, ma- being our two uh, practice, practice squad. squad. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Daryl Williams. We just have to see um, see what they end up going with. So that's who we have on offense. Moving on to the defense, defensive line. I've got Chris Jones, Frank Clark, um, Alex Okafor, Mike Donna. Joshua Candejo and Tim Ward at our defensive end spots. I'm not sure who you had.
1: Frank the Tank Clark, Big Dick Jones, gotta love him, Alex Okafor, Mike Denham, and Tim Ward, because he was a stud in that preseason game.
0: So you don't have the rookie fourth-round pick, Joshua Kandejo, making our roster? Where's he at? He's right in right Alex Okafor.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got him as well. Oh, you Start got him. My highlight here. My bad.
0: All right, all right. Yeah, he's definitely been a project pick. Um, but if he's able to, you know, reach anywhere near that ceiling, then he'll be, you know, um, he'll be game changing. I have Tim Ward making it over Taco Charlton so based on his performance. Yeah, Taco um,
1: is is not performing. He hasn't been. Since. He
0: hasn't been available. Has he's been a factor. Yeah, he hasn't been available. He's not on the field. He's already. He's always dealing with some sort of injury. And in this league, you have to be available to be able to make plays, and he's not available. And if you're not available, you can't make plays. Bye bye. Bye. All right. And then for uh, the interior defensive line, I've got Jerron Reed, um, Threshawn Wharton, Derek Naughty, and Colin Sanders making the team.
1: Yep, I have the exact same people making the team. They all will make the roster. Tyler Clark, yeah, gotta go. Yeah,
0: he's he's uh, he might make the practice squad, but fifty three male fifty three male roster, you got to make decisions. And I I like Threshawn Wharton a lot. He uh he came from a really uh, um, Missouri Southern University, super small school. Steal. In um, the draft. Yeah, he wasn't even drafted. He was undrafted free agent. Undrafted that, free br- agent yeah. Nice. Brett Beach br- brought him in. Yeah, and he was, uh, I think, the second highest graded defense rookie defensive line behind a first behind um, one of the first round picks from nice. last year. So definitely, uh, definitely a steal. I think he's going to be, um, he's going to add add a lot of depth to that interior defensive line. Now moving on to our linebacker group. Willie Gay. Willie Gay leading off, and we have Anthony Hitchens. Nick Bolton.
1: He's a stud, like him, even though he's from Missouri, yeah. like what he's doing.
0: I've got those three as locks for making the roster. And then my two depth guys, I've got Ben Neiman and Amari Cobb. I went down a little bit on our roster, and I picked, I picked Amari Cobb based on his performance. He, uh, he he made his name involved with almost every defensive play that I saw that went his way. So I, I, I liked him.
1: I do like Cobb. I, I have Darius Harris over him, mm-hmm. um, but Cobb might uh, sneak in there and take his spot. Yeah.
0: Um, as far as who's starting at linebacker, really got to see Nick Bolton's development. He might. I know Anthony Hitchens. He's getting a little up there in age, um, in terms of football years. So Nick Bolton might step in there. It would be a really great young linebacking core with a lot of with a lot of you know promising future ahead. When you got Pat Mahomes signed for the next you know 20, 25, 30 years, however long he's going to play for, having that having that good strong core, really good. And, I mean Willie Gay, significant improvement. This this training camp, not I haven't met a single soul who knows anything about Chiefs football that has been impressed with what he's been doing. He's he, I think he had the, uh, I think he was calling the plays for the defense um, against the 49ers, and he showed, you know, he leadership. Sh- I, yeah, he showed he should have leadership we need. Now moving on to the cornerbacks, um, I have uh, Legarius Sneed, Mister Sneed, Mister Sneed. I have Travarius Ward, Mike Hughes um, as locks, and then I have us keeping a. Uh, Rashad Fenton and DeAndre Baker um, as some depth. Um, DeAndre Baker had that catastrophic um, leg injury last late last year. He was a uh, he was a first round draft pick um, many moons ago, but he uh, he was moving around pretty well in that um, that forty ers game. I really liked what I saw from him. But um, I think those are the five cornerbacks who keep with Sneed Ward, Hughes, who was also a first round pick, uh, Rashad Fenton, and DeAndre Baker for guys who can step in. Unfortunately. Um, all all NFL name team DiCaprio Boodle. I don't think I didn't really like what I saw from him. I think he's going to be in early cut. I think he'll be in the next wave of cuts. Um, we already cut Manny Patterson. I guess he did. He didn't have a two, He didn't have a very good game. But I also have Bopit Keys as one of our uh, practice squad guys.
1: I actually, have Bopit Keys Keys um, making the cut. Rashad Clinton, uh Chris Lamont's Mike Hughes, Tracarius Ward. How do you say that? Tracarius. Travarius Ward, and Lejarius Sneed, Mister Sneed, all making the cut.
0: See, so you're keeping six, uh, six cornerbacks.
1: Yes, I am.
0: Okay. Well, I'm only keeping five, so we'll have to see where that, uh, where that comes in. Now for safeties, we're gonna just combine the free safeties and strong safeties. So I've got, I've, I've got us keeping four with uh, Dirty Dan, Juan Thornhill, Tyron Matthew, and I've got Devon Key with Armani Watts on the uh, pep practice squad.
1: Got the same thing. I think Keys will step it up in these preseason games and make up for that uh, grand slam that 49ers hit against us with him.
0: Yeah, he took some bad route to the ball carrier on that eighty yard touchdown. That um, everybody in San Francisco is, you know, praising Trey Lance for. But I mean, if the defense is going to play like that, it's not very hard to complete an eighty yard touchdown. But I honestly, after that play, I think Key played a pretty good game. He took a lot of the snaps, and I think he's going to make him. I think he's going to make his name uh, heard for sure.
1: And moving on to special teams. Harrison butt kicker, Butker. will definitely make it. he's a stud he's got a leg on him. Tommy Townsend Shaka bra bro love him love the hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course our long time long snap James Winchester.
0: Yeah no no competition there. Tommy T uh, Harry B and James Winchester for sure. they're gonna be our special teams guys and Dave Tobe's gonna have a he's gonna have fun watching those guys uh, kick around footballs they're uh, i think as a group probably got to be one of the best units best special team units in football. i'm excited to see just how far and how high and how long tommy can kick some balls this year
1: they kicked the hell out of those balls yeah
0: he had a he had a great um ball kicking ball kicking clinic against the 49ers that that one that uh, one yard line pin amazing and that 66 yard kick just knowing that if we go you know four and out on are 25 on a kickoff and we're able to pin them, you know, inside the 15. That's game changing. Yeah. That we we win the field position battle every time, especially when we got guys like Hill, Hardman, Hilaire and obviously Mahomes um and Kelsey on offense, you know. I think the having a good special teams definitely helps gel everything together because if we've got offensive pin deep because of spe- good special teams, our defense plays better. They feel they play with more confidence, and if they play better, that means our offense gets the ball quicker. And our offense is already the best in the league.
1: Yeah, last time I seen someone this accurate at kicking balls was a friend of mine, Michelle, back in fifth grade. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have some comedy, bro. <laughs> I thought it was good. <laughs> Michelle <laughs> back in fifth grade. <laughs> Michelle. Hey, she's accurate at kicking balls. Fuck you you right? all right
0: moving on here to wrap things up let's go on ahead and give our what, what we want to see in this next preseason game up against the cardinals well, so i want to see a win well yeah i want to see a win too but who do you want to step up in this win who do you want to drive the bus for this win
1: noah i want him to step up i want to see some more out of him key i need him to step up i need to see more out of him uh, Miko Hardman, I'd like to see him break one free. I'd like to see what our other wide receivers can do, like Powell, with starters in there. Hmm. Um, again, Great Wall of China are offensive line, they're just studs, Pat Mahomes, mm-hmm. stud. Um, I would also like to see, uh, hopefully, he gets some reps with the uh starters as well. Um, but the running back, uh, Jarrett, Jarrett McKinnon. Jarek McKinnon, yes. Jerick You'll McKinnon. get his
0: name eventually once he scores. You know, Jarek. Of... I
1: just need to say Jarek. 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 Okay, okay, okay. Do like, it's like, it's, like De- it's
0: like a Derek with a J. Is, is it French? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he's not French.
1: Jarek McKinnon. Oui, wee. Zou oui. Ha, ha, ha. But that's basically, I, I would like to see those players yeah. step it up.
0: Yeah. As far as the uh, Arizona Cardinals matchup goes, I'd love to see what our starting offensive line does against their defensive line. you got to think, they just signed... J.J. Watt. I'm pretty sure they still have Chandler Jones. Those are those are like great a defensive lineman. So if we're able to shut them down, that'll give me a lot of confidence going into the the uh, into the season.
1: Their wide receiver core is really good too. So that's where our safety needs to step up and some of our cornerbacks.
0: Yeah, I should see how they do. Um, I I hope that. Um, yeah, I agree with you with the Noah Gray stat line. He needs to at least catch a ball, you know, not have a uh, mistakes like bouncing bouncing the ball off his shoulder pad into the air and turning it over. Um, Gotta get them hands on the yeah. balls. I like to see, um, I like to see you know Cornell Powell and Marcus Camp, you know, separate themselves in that uh, wide receiver room, you know, to make that cut easier. Um, I love, I love what uh, Fountain and French are doing, but they're just not. I think it says a lot when you know they don't have very many targets and they are implemented in the uh, in the game plan.
1: I agree. <laughs> I agree with that. Um, everything you said sounds spot on. Um, I think that's what the Chiefs need to mm-hmm. do. Uh, hopefully, Chad Henning has a good second half as well. Mm-hmm. Um, i like to see more out of him, see if he still got it. Uh, that way, if, you know, we're we'll undefeated close to the end of the year. We can come in and see uh, what he could do, try mm-hmm. to get us an undefeated season. Uh, but that that's a long ways away. Uh, we just got to do it a game at a time, like Pat Mahomes says. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited to see this game.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's go, Chiefs! All right, bold prediction time. Big stat line. Who do you got?
1: Patty Mahomes, 250 yards, just in the first half alone.
0: How many touchdowns? Three. Three? I got two of those going to Noah Gray for um, I don't know, seventy-five yards. Sheesh. He's gonna have uh, he's gonna have a big day. Um, I'm interested to see how many snaps guys like Hill and Kelsey have. When they've got that competition, because honestly, just playing with the backups and the starters does make the world of a difference.
1: I was lo- I would love to see my boy Miko Hardman break one off. Oh yeah, on an eighty-yard touchdown, or um, who is the other guy that's doing off? Mike Hughes now. Mike, I would love to see him return one. That would be amazing.
0: Oh yeah, and I'd love to see my man Tommy Townsend shock him bro.
1: Shock him Pin a few
0: more inside the five, you know. Get, get, I'd like to see a seventy-yard punt from him. I think he has the leg to pin him seventy yards back.
1: I agree. I think he does too.
0: Anyways, that's all for us from this week. We'll come back at you after the uh, Arizona game with a uh, update on stats, roster predictions, and our opinions about the NFL. We'll see you next week.
1: Thanks for joining the bench warmers.